misses. Brock isn't dead. It's just sleuthing. With your host, Willie Whitebread, and Mark Audio Slave Stewart. Hey, welcome back, fuckers. It's another episode of Rock Isn't Dead, It's Just Sleeping with yours truly, Willie Whitebread, and I have a very special co-host tonight, right? Big time Joey Kane. Say hello, Joey. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, what's up? That's very quiet of you. I know. I I know. (laughs) So we're here. We're going to have an impromptu music rap session about uh, something a little bit off the beaten path from what we usually do. We're going to talk about some some prominent music history and some prominent music times in uh, in other sort of multimedia outlets. We're talking about movies. We're talking about video games. We're talking about experiences, albums, the shit that really makes rock and roll rock and roll, how it makes you feel, what, what you were doing at the time when you heard it. You know, how it influenced you and where it puts you for the future, right? You know, d- honestly, thank you for having me today. Of honestly. course, man. Anytime. This palatial Hollywood estate here in Florida. <laughs> Not Hollywood, Florida, but I mean, it's beautiful. I really appreciate you. Well, we, we love having you, man. I really appreciate you coming out. I know it was a long drive and, uh, and we love having you it's in the new Georgia, studio. It's almost Georgia. That scares me. Yeah, it is almost Georgia. Georgia scares me. I'm glad Georgia was on your mind. <laughs> Georgia! <laughs> Joe. All right, so where are we going to start, man? Um, well, honestly, dude, as, as, as many of these episodes that I've listened to, man, yeah. I, I know there's things that I've wanted to know about you, bro. Right. About you, man. What you want to know about me? Dude, some top tens. Some top fives. If I started off right now, I want top five uh, movies. Top five movie Top soundtracks? Top five movie soundtracks of all time. Top like, five movie soundtracks. That's a good one to start with. And, and it's funny you mention that because I remember from a very young age, I would watch these, uh, I would watch movies, and I would more so focus on the soundtrack. This is when I first started getting into music very, very heavily. Obviously, you know, uh, when, when young Willie Whitebread here was in the crib, you know, instead of you know, crying my eyes out instead of dad coming in and grab me, he would just turn up Led Zeppelin physical graffiti, and, you know, and eventually shut up. So that's where my real love for the fine art of music and jamming came through. But like I said, if I have to say anything, um, I would say probably my first, I would say Batman Forever, that cheesy ass Batman movie with the nipple suit. But I would oh, say so that good. soundtrack is fantastic. And I'm going to admit something that I don't admit very often. I like Seal. Seal so fucking good. I think Seal's dude, great. Kiss from, dude loves Divine. Oh yeah, dude, that song was amazing. Yeah, when when homie when Batman went and put his rose on his father's grave Fuck and Seal yes. came on, I was like motherfucker. Yes. I feel that in my future. <laughs> future me feels that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I felt that shit. They did great with it. And of course, you had the offspring. You had Smash It Up, and then you had Method Man coming in. And Bone Thugs. Yeah, Bone Thugs, Bone The Flaming Thugs. Lips. Oh, that, was yes. a, that was a great album. And, and it's funny you should mention that, too, because movies, I feel like movies back in the late 80s, I would say mid to late 80s and early 90s, mid 90s, they had the best soundtracks. Yo, and they had Val Kilmer before yeah. he got <laughs> fat and he got stung by a million bees. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know what happened, but I mean, dude, Val Kilmer, yeah. to this day, I don't give a shit. We, there, there's... There, there's the there's the conversation about the Joker, right? He and and the conversation about the Joker 
is is definitely uh uh you can argue Nicholson, Heath Ledger. We don't know about Nicholson uh, was pretty fucking good, was dude. Great. He was great, but I mean, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Val Kilmer was the shit. Yeah, he was the most underrated Batman of all time. Yeah, man. well, like, he was the nipple suit one, right? Or was that Clooney? Was it Clooney or yeah, Kilmer Clooney. that had the it nipple was suit? It was oh, okay. I mean, Clo- Clooney's the one. He had the nipples and he had the back credit card. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> he had the back credit card. Well, I just wanted to make sure I get my facts right before yeah. I have some guy yeah, on the yeah. other end of this go, you don't know shit about Batman. <laughs> Kilmer never had nipples. Yeah, fuck you and your show. <laughs> you know? So I wanted to make sure I get that right. And, and, yeah. and that's, that's funny you should say that, too, about uh, about the Joker, is because I, I've always had an interpretation, and you, you could probably speak a lot Maybe. more on this because you're a comic book buff. Uh, I feel like the Joker has a few different perceptions. Oh fuck yeah! He's got the funny man. The funny. Sure. He was always there's always a borderline or a, a bottom line uh, uh, ingredient here. He was right. a fucking psycho. Sure. Right. But there was a funny side. There was an intelligent psycho. Mm-hmm. There was I, I, there was a cerebral psycho. Like I feel like there's a very uh, a large group of different categories to where the Joker can be portrayed. What do you think? Okay, you got the Avengers now in Marvel on the other side of the whole spectrum. We've got DC, which is Batman, and the Joker, Superman. God, DC's stuff, right? hurting. And they're fucking these movies up. I mean, oh, but, bad. I mean, I mean but I, I've never bought anything when it comes to comic books that's not DC except right. the X-Men. I mean, right. X-Men is the only Marvel book I ever bought. And, I mean, there's a reason that to this day, if, if you talk about the best villain... It's the Joker. I Nobody, would agree. Nobody's no. I mean, dude. I mean, and why? And, the, well, his, and Heath Ledger, he's gone. No matter right. who, I, dude. Jared Leto, was he good? No. no. Nobody liked him. I didn't like no. him either. Okay. So, but but in his defense, which look, I, I don't need to defend Jared Leto. Thirty Seconds of Mars was terrible enough. But I'm saying <laughs> that like like, I mean, like keep with getting your arm right, sawed right, off, right, dude. Right, Go back right, to right. Requiem. Right. Right. Right, yeah, I mean, he was a bad guy in the well, what was the the Blade Runner movie? Yeah, I fuck that up, man. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> he fucked that up too. So, yeah. I mean, but like, I mean, okay, there's a reason that the Joker's the best villain right. of all times, right? And 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 you have Heath Ledger who kills it, right? I mean, and that's not even a pun intended. I mean, the the, the, <laughs> the role took his life. I mean, right. the dude was a. I mean, watching Knight's Tale to this day, that movie is amazing. Yeah, man. he was a fantastic and, actor, and, and dude, and and. Scott Snyder, who wrote, uh, he wrote the Death in the Family. He wrote the Court of Owls, mm-hmm. um, with Greg Capullo doing most of the art. And he he said he always thought that the Joker's uh, origin story was best explained as a multiple choice. Yeah, I always thought that was such a fucking amazing thing. Like, I'm yeah, because like, it's like, dude, like the dude didn't have an origin, man. Like, right. That's what fucked up the 1989 Michael Keaton Batman. Oh, they're like, oh, dude, he was Jack Jack Napier, I think, and he he shot the parents of like, no, it was Joe Chill, and right, and and, and it was that's what happened, and uh, but but I mean, dude, the multiple choice thing, like Joker is beyond. He's beyond just one origin story, right. Fuck else, dude. Like, dude, Captain America. Boring. I, vanilla. Dude, I don't yeah, like the like, vanilla shit. It's like, dude, you, like, like something that, like, like uh, movies. Fuck a movie. Like, nobody knows who, where the fuck this dude comes from. Like, right. It takes a whole, it takes a character just from start to finish to a whole nother level. Right. That's why Joaquin Phoenix, I hope they kill it, man. I, really I think do, he's going to do a good job. I do, too. I just hope, this is, the, this is the trend I've been seeing with the Joker's. Uh, since Heath Ledger, since they're going Heath Ledger. over right. the top. 
They're trying, trying to too hard. Trying to you got to stop. And don't get me started a fucking suicide squad. Sure. A bunch of group of people, they hate each other for 20 minutes. Then they love each other. Then they're fighting the fucking putty people from Power Rangers. And then they're fighting the Scorpion King. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, it's Hell a fucking, yeah. it is the most eclectic. Did, did, you, did you like Margot Robbie? Well, who? Yeah, dude, I have, a, I, have a, I have a dick. Of course I liked Margot Robbie. Are you fucking out of your mind? Who doesn't like Margot Robbie? Yeah, man. Are you fucking kidding? That's a real test of sexuality yeah, there, yeah. you know? But, uh, so yeah, so I, I, I love those movies. I love the soundtrack in those movies. I thought they were fantastic. Batman um, Forever. It was yeah. amazing, dude. Yep, and, I, and I, I would agree with you as well that the Joker is probably one of the best villains in comic book history because look at every other villain you have. X-Men... Almost all of the Marvel villains, they're all the same thing. Some dickhead from space. Right. Just a different variation of it's some dickhead from space. It's robot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So uh, moving on a little bit. So one of my other favorite albums, and probably my favorite album from a movie of all time, was from the 1997 uh, movie Spawn. Oh, dude. That was... Mike, do you want to know a weird little bit of trivia about that? What's that? He was the guy... Who, when the Heath Ledger, when the Heath Ledger, uh, Batman, the Dark Knight, yeah, the guy standing in the room, when he like woke up out of the body bag, yeah, he, and, and Heath Ledger on the pool table, yeah, uh, I think it's Michael J. White, Michael J. White, yeah, that was Spawn, yeah, oh yeah, that was Spawn, yo, <laughs> and, and, and it's crazy too because with that they're pay- they're making a new Spawn movie, right, and they casted Jamie Foxx to play Spawn. Spawn. My Michael J. White looks the exact same. That no. he did in 1997. Cast him. Cast him. Right. Cast him right. back. Right. The motherfucker. It's been what 21 years. At least. And he looks exactly the same. He's amazing. Let's yeah. And he was a great. Put spawn. John Leguizamo as the clown. You have to have John Leguizamo <laughs> as the clown, <laughs> dude. Was great. You have to. And who played Cagliastro? I forget who played Cagliastro, but uh, anyway. So that was a famous uh, or a famous. That was a fantastic album. We Absolutely. had uh, Filter and the Crystal Method. We had tracks from Manson. So uh, we had uh, Kirk Hammett, the guitar player from Metallica, teaming up with Orbital. We had a little bit of Corn, the Butthole Surfers, Metallica, just all sorts of early Ma- Manson. Too. Yeah, just a myriad Manson. of yep. of different fucking awesome sounds and sure. awesome tunes to this movie. Not to mention, it was way ahead of its time. Kicked so fucking ass. Even, the whole even, movie. even the CGI, like when he was standing in hell or whatever. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, it was great. I mean, you got yeah. Bedazzled that comes out a couple of years later yeah. with Bernard Fraser. I'm like, that yeah. hell scene looked terrible. I mean, yeah, I mean, Elizabeth Hurley was fine. And like the Lamborghini yeah. was great. But I mean, like you got Spawn coming out years before that. And their hell scene was garbage. I right. Mean, like, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> Your like, shit's weak, dude. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what, what do you got? What do you got in your well, top five? My top five for movies? Yeah, okay. movie soundtracks. When it comes to soundtracks, Dazed and Confused, I, you can't beat it. You can't beat Dazed and Confused. Confused. It's so hard to beat. Man. Anything with Alice Cooper in it, you it, can't fucking uh, beat exactly. it, man. Like a sore dick, you can't you know, beat it's it. It's so bad. Yeah. I mean, you, you, can't, you can't kill it. I got Detroit Rock City because I'm a huge Kiss fan. I think that yeah. one's more of like a nostalgic thing, right? Kiss, Kiss to me, we've talked a lot about Kiss on the show. Um, I, I've never been a big Kiss fan. Right. Musically, Absolutely. as far as instrumentals and musically, however, but they put on such a show, right? Man. However, comma they they brought it and they brought around an entire generation, and not only one generation, two generations at least. Not only did they start the entire shock rock sure genre, absolutely. They are the ones that started it absolutely. between them and Alice Cooper. And some would argue, I would argue, that they were the basis for a lot of uh, modern day punk rock. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Because bands like MC5 and 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 Gigi Allen and all these motherfucking <laughs> killers, yeah. you know, back in the day, these punk rock bands, they were they were listening to Kiss. Because if you listen to early Kiss records, right. like first two, we'll say the first two, okay, first two, way different than oh, their yeah. last five. Oh yeah, well, well the, you know, I mean, in those five, you're hitting the disco. You're hitting the disco. Everybody records. went through a disco like, phase. I mean, you know what I mean? But so, but. To me, my opinion, with Kiss, right. so much of the opinion of that band is tethered to how much of a fucking asshole Gene Simmons Gene Sim, I knew you were going to say it before <laughs> on, you even dude, got out of your he's mouth. He's so bad. He's such he, a he's dick. He's such an asshole. Pretentious I mean, fucking like, dude, dick. this guy tried to copyright the money bag? <laughs> like, this dude's just like, hey, man, like, I'm gonna, I'm, I, I need the copyright on the, the fucking picture of a month. It's like, dude, what do you, you have Monty Python, you got, you, you have. Yeah, who the, the fuck do you think you are, man? Dudley Do-Right. Every I mean, rap album from the early Jesus, 2000s ever. On, get out of here, man. Like, you have curly hair and you're Jewish, and I mean, yeah. I'm just saying that you, you can't do it. You can't yeah. do it. No way. I always, I always thought it was hilarious. I saw this this video a, a few dozen times. If you guys ever get a chance to watch it, it's Paul Stanley. He's sitting there jamming, and he, his fucking hair catches on fire from the pyro. It's the funniest fucking thing ever, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's so glorious. The, the, Rogan, he's had Stanley on. Has and, he? But not not Gene Simmons. Why? Gene he's wouldn't an do asshole. it. Yeah, Gene wouldn't why, fucking do it. Exactly why, he wouldn't man. fucking do no it. Way, he's too busy dude. designing Kiss dinner plate collections right. or fucking whatever else. Trying to figure out how to copyright the money bag logo. Yeah, my buddy rick said it best i think i think the two most commercialized bands ever in music history is probably the misfits and kiss wow i i i agree with that definitely i mean but kiss kiss was a lot like pro wrestling almost like they oh absolutely the theatrics i mean dude they 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 were somebody who uh they did they were more about the show like kiss alive yeah, that was like the best. I mean, that was their best album. Yeah. I mean, rock and roll all night. If you ask anybody who hasn't seen Detroit Rock City, the movie, that's going to be the one song that they can say that they know. I right. Mean, I mean, and it's a good song. It's not the best song, and it's not the best live. Perf- but I mean, they're like one of the first bands that I can think of. I mean, what was the uh, the Clash put out a couple great? Oh well, yeah, um, live albums. Yeah. Um, but I mean. Kiss, I mean, that was like the first album they ever did that was great. And then Love Gun came out. and That's a good and song. Dude, Love Gun is amazing. That's a great I mean, song. So, I mean, you, 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 and then, I mean, you got to look at the, a little side note about that is like in Detroit Rock City, the movie, the, right. the chick, the mom, who's like Jam's mom, uh, she's like the, the older woman in all of the, uh, was it the Conjuring movies? Yeah. I think it is. The Con- or the Insidious movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's like the one who like burns the kiss tickets with her like port cigarettes or whatever. I mean, dude, it's so great. I I love it. They're great. They're They're great. great. And and plus, and and this will this will prove it for anybody that doesn't believe that. I want you to walk up to I challenge you Uh to walk up to any person on any given day, male, female, uh, child, probably we'll say twelve and older. uh, You know, doesn't matter. Eighty years old, thirty years old, forty years old, whatever, and go ah. Wanna rock and roll and all wait. night <laughs> and just wait and see what the fuck they right, say. Right, right. They're gonna follow and it. And if they're wrong, just hit them in their face and run away. Yeah, just run. Say you're an uncultured piece right. of shit and you don't deserve to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. 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 Okay. And so so what do we got next? Um well, after that we had uh, your first ever albums you ever bought. First your favorite album. albums of period that you ever bought. I, I could say first. First is kinda I mean, we all we all changed our uh, 
my musical taste has I, jumped I, around quite a bit. Only I'm not even saying this because I don't want you to say something stupid. I don't want to say something stupid myself because oh, I'm all about admitting moped bands. <laughs> And for you guys that don't know what moped bands are, moped bands are similar to moped guys or gals. They're they're fun to ride, but you don't want your friends to see you riding. Them. So Ed Sheeran's one of my favorite moped artists of all I call time. Them silver bullets. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, you need them. You don't have to always use them. They're, yeah. not, they're not always werewolves, but I mean, yeah. like sometimes you need them silver. Oh bullets. yeah, bro. Shape of you comes on. I'm fucking. <laughs> I'm getting it, dude. It all depends about who's in the car. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right, right, right. Hopefully nobody. Right. Uh, so top five albums. Now, now, can I choose top five albums out of those top five albums? Do I ha- Did I have to purchase it myself or could it have been purchased for me? No. Top five, period. Period. Yeah. That, that gifted or purchased. You talk about purchased. so much music, man. Like, who, who, who listening to this right now doesn't want to know what your top five albums are? My top five albums. Now, wait a minute now. Top hmm, top five albums of all time. Of all time. Like Desert Island. I got five albums and a fucking record player. You have to play over and over and over. Over and over. Okay. All right. We're going to go number one, mm-hmm. Pink Floyd, Metal. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's, it's such so a great good. album. Uh, dropped uh, 31 October 1971. Fantastic album. And the reason why I love it so much is because... It's it's before the the kind of corporate watering down started happening. There to wasn't Floyd. no laser shows from Pink Floyd yet. <laughs> right. Yeah. It wasn't that. It was right. still the very much eclectic psychedelic roots, and they were still holding on to some of what Sid Barrett left. Amen. Some of the chaotic eclectic sounds that Sid Barrett would have made right. had he been Hell there. Right. The guy in the pew next to us just yelled hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. And it was before all of the the war propaganda. Sure. Cuz you know, uh anything after darks, I will say the wall. Mm-hmm. You know, the wall and then you've got the final cut and and and, and albums like that they were all war based and and, even and that's if they weren't they 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 spun it Right. To try to make it And reason like being is because that's when Roger Waters had his fucking hands wrapped around the band's neck right. and his dad died in World and War Vietnam II. Vietnam was kind of, you know, kind of sh- terrible. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. Right, right, right. And so that's it, it, before it got all political, metal was fantastic and also a very unique fact about it too is Echoes, which is the side 2 album or the side 2, it's the entire side Echoes. That song? Yes, 23 minutes long. The entire side. Oh, wow. That was one of the first times that it had ever been done. I think maybe I, I Alan Parsons might have done that once. Really? I don't know. Um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with that one. What uh, a great fucking pick, though. Right, right. <laughs> we'll go one for one. What's what's one of yours? Top five ever. Top like, five ever. Like I said, Desert Island style. I, I hate it. I hate it so much. I'm no, like, don't hate it. Number five, five to one, five. Number five, three cheers for sweet revenge by. The Vampire Band, My Chemical Romance. Wow. Dude, I love that. To this day, Wow, I love that album, man. That's a good album. I mean, dude, you got, you got Venom. You got, like, I'm Not Okay, where they talk about, like, my favorite, like, uh, magazine. Yeah. In, in, in the music video, they talk about Fangoria. I'm just like, wow. and, and I'm a middle school kid. You know what I mean? Way paler than I should. Hair's way longer than it should yeah. be. My, 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 my hair's way darker than it should be. Right. And I mean, dude, I loved it, man. Like, it's I a mean, great album. Such a Helena. Some people say Helena. Yeah. I mean, that, I don't know if you remember Fuse TV. 
the oh, yeah. TV. Oh that. yeah. I mean, in my in my generation, you used to wake up and you used to watch MTV in the morning. Well, that's back in the good old days when they actually played <laughs> and, and, fucking music. Exactly. Now you're not watching like Road Rules reruns or whatever. Like, right. You know, or, or I mean, even now, like you got you got like. The news and Nicki Minaj songs, and and I mean, I'm not saying Nicki Minaj is bad. I mean, I think she's, I think she's way prettier than I'd like to admit myself. But uh, the music, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but, but let me put it like this: there were people at 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 the at the time that I'm talking about who used to say My Chemical Romance is ridiculous, and I loved it. Man. I always thought they were good. I I thought they were. I mean, and then they came out with that. What was it? The the next album was uh the Black Parade. Black Parade. And it got way bigger. It was every hot topic had the T-shirts, yeah. and I mean, and it wasn't bad. I didn't like. I didn't not like that album. Yeah. But I'm saying the, the three cheers. Uh, my first ever concert was them and Green Day. Wow, and that's played. that must have been a good show. It was great. Well, and see, this is the thing. People can say what they want about My Chemical Romance, and because there was sure. a trend going on in the same period that My Chemical Romance was coming out, you had the that was the Fallout Boy era, the Green the Day, the Used, and yeah. Panic at the Disco. Yeah. That's when you had the, that was this era, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, sure. all of this shit. Uh, who's playing at the Murray Hill Theater right down the street? Right, by the right. way, and they used uh, to be better. So. Yeah. <laughs> Right. So this is the one thing that I can appreciate about My Chemical Romance. And if you are a very subjective music listener, you should be able to pick up on this as well. Gerard Way is a very versatile singer. Dude, he hits notes that nobody Absolutely. Can. Yeah. Another, like, he also wrote the uh, comic book, The Umbrella Academy. And, uh, great, great show. I haven't show, read the comic book, dude, and but the great show. show. Netflix is amazing, man. And he wrote it to his wife. He also he used to run the he used to run the uh, the counter in New Jersey yeah. at a comic book store and um, he was right down the road from Kevin Smith really who owned, he was a clerk yeah as he was clerks making, yeah I mean clerks as that dude was making that movie this dude was Gerard Way was a little kid yeah. running a comic book counter. I love it. Road. I mean, dude, it's amazing. Like, I love it. Jersey, I mean, produces one good hockey team and a, uh, like Rogan, <laughs> Gerard Way. Yeah. Yeah. What do we have? John Bon Jovi, fuck, Richie yes. Sambora. Right. Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. You know, <laughs> on, yeah. Man. A couple. They had a couple good, good things shit, come man. out of there. Absolutely, Not the Jersey Shore. Man. But uh, yeah. all right. So that's a great one. Um, that's a great one. Now I want to do an impromptu. I, I forgot Four. the name of the album, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to throw this one in here before I drop one of my top five albums. Anything by Toto. <laughs> Anything by Toto. <laughs> Anything by Toto ever. That's your number four? No, that's not my number four, but I would try Honorable to sneak mention? it. I would try to sneak it onto the island <laughs> in my back pocket. Okay, dude, that's not yeah. bad. Because I, mean, I have a big theory about this, that if you're having a shit day. Oh, I want to hear this so bad. If you're having a shit fuck day, right. like just everything sucks. Right. You, know, every, everything, you stubbed your toe when you woke yeah. up. Everybody, your dog died, you lost your job, you stubbed your toe, your fucking car broke down, your wife left you, your kids hate you, all of it. Toto's not going to make it worse? Go No, go put on Toto Africa, and if you don't, <laughs> if it doesn't put you in a better mood, you're a fucking serial killer. You're a robot. Yeah, right. you're a fucking like, serial dude, killer. Bad, that, that should be on the top five. <laughs> yeah, that is the, one of my favorite songs of all time. Sure. And they're some of the best studio musicians, because that's what they all started out as, those Yo, guys. All studio musicians. That, and, that sentence, you should say it again. Yeah. That is a great <laughs> sentence, what you just said. Yeah, they're great. The best, one of the best studio musicians. Musicians ever, 
ever. Ever, arguably. Ever. And if you argue with me, you're wrong anyway. So they are. They're the be- <laughs> some of the best studio musicians of all time. So we'll get to my second album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is a by, a by default album. I have to have it. I can't not have it. I've heard it 4,666,542 exactly, times. I counted. Exact numbers. Uh, Led Zeppelin 4. Have to have Led Zeppelin 4. And, dude, Led Zeppelin, you can walk up to me. I can ask you who the best band of all time is. If you say Led Zeppelin, there is shit. I, dude, you, you can argue some of those weird yeah. things about, like, oh, they stole certain shit. What did Elvis do? Okay. Right. Is he the king of rock and roll? Yeah. Okay. You, dude, there's no Led Zeppelin album right. that if you put on that list is wrong. Right. Period. Right. And, and they, did, they did go through a little bit of scrutiny because uh, a whole lot of love. You know, it, it, that was, you know, a little bit close. No, it was it was a rendition of another song. Absolutely. But these guys and how they came out and just the way they came up. I'm going to do an episode solely on Led Zeppelin. Dude, because Jimmy it, Page. He, d- you, I talked about that dude for a month and a half. Yeah. I mean, that guy, was, he was a god on earth. And you know what's funny about him? People say that Ozzy Osbourne is the prince of darkness. Jimmy fucking Page <laughs> is the prince of darkness. He wrote the book man yeah he wrote the book yeah absolutely this motherfucker bought alistair and lives in alistair crowley's house like this guy i don't know if he sawed his teeth down or filed his teeth down to points but this guy and there's a few other things that i could say about him but i'm not gonna because i don't want to discredit him because he's one of the best guitar players that has ever touched a Gibson or the floor guitar. of the world. Oh yeah, yeah. or the amazing. floor of the world. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. From his time in the Yardbirds, like he was, he was just an absolutely fantastic guitar player, very versatile, and just a personable dude. But he had some dark shit going on Fuck with him. Yes. Like he was I, dark, dude, motherfucker. I, I, I'd go as far to say that this dude invented metal. He invented I would darkness agree with in music. Bro. I would agree. Like, this dude, he had like 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 emotion. Yeah. In music, that yeah. before him never was mainstream. Yeah. Dude, yeah. That dude is a fucking genius. Yeah. When I saw him play that fucking double neck Gibson SG with a fucking violin bow. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> I shit my pants. I dude, I just wanted like, I just wanted like crawl and I wanted to dig a hole, yeah. crawl into it and bury myself because I'm like I'm never gonna be that ever at anything. Yeah. Like he's just better at what he does than I'm ever going to be period. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean and that dude is a fucking genius. And that's funny you should say that because I think I thought about that literally yesterday evening. I was sitting there and I was learning uh Layla, Layla. from Clapton on guitar or Derek and the Dominoes, whatever you want to say. Sure. But I was sitting there and I was like I am really struggling to learn this song and somebody was sitting in their living room and thought this up. <laughs> There's people out there. They had a guitar that have the ability to do that, <laughs> and it's insane to me. But dude, the, the person who made it—that's—they just thought it. They just right. like, hey man, I'm gonna make some shit up, and then right. bam, here's a fucking like yeah. I'm like, whoa, that's a different human than we are. Yeah, a different human. Completely different human. So yeah, Led Zeppelin four. That's the. The a stereotypical staple of Zeppelin albums, sure. and I'm sure there's six different arguments that you can have with me. But At what least. can you really say about "Stairway to Heaven"? Dude, "Stairway to Heaven," one of the be- best rock songs that has ever been produced in rock history. Dude, you could argue that that is the best. Yeah, ab- absolutely, and easily an easy argument. I mean, everybody hears it, and we've heard it a lot, and it may be overplayed, but I mean, dude, it could easily be right. the best. 
song. Right. It ever. still gives me chills. Like when uh, when when Plant gets into it. Oh, let me rise on down Come the road. On, oh, I, I still get chills in my bones right. when he gets up there. Dude, your your aunt, your mother, your sister. Oh yeah. Dying of the black yeah. plague in the medieval times, and if you heard that minstrel just yeah. flute at the beginning, yeah. you're just like, okay, it just fits. There's never a time in the world that yeah. song wouldn't be amazing right like period yeah and along those same lines of your family i want you tomorrow morning or this evening when you get home from work whatever you may do go look at your sister go look at your dad go look at your mom they've all been fucked to stairway to heaven hell yes every single one of them have gotten laid to stairway to heaven all of them at one point in time in their life and 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 most of them were different versions and they were all yeah a fucking man and they probably liked it (laughs) yeah all of them exactly like okay uh, like if if you're gonna talk to the people listening i'm let me this is the only thing i'm gonna say it doesn't matter what version there's definitely a version there's definitely any of the versions somebody listening right now no matter if you counted them all up from swedish house mafia who played it at like ultra on yeah. turntables today, yeah, yeah. all the way back to the first time that Led Zeppelin played that song live. Right. There's a baby that was made Oh with yeah, that song. Absolutely. <laughs> like, They're on the spot. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right, so what's your number two? So, uh, album ever? Yeah. Dark Side of the Moon. Dark Side of the Moon. Dark Side of the Moon was amazing. Dude. I mean, great album. Fuck the Italian job. When I, like, <laughs> I mean, I love the movie. The yeah, movie was great. I mean, it, is it better than Ocean's Eleven? Yeah, kind of, maybe, because that's Norton's in it, and Fight Club's amazing. I've never but, seen the, any of the Ocean's movies. Really? Like I've never seen any of the Bourne <laughs> movies. I've never seen really? any of the Bourne movies either. The, the only Matt Damon movie that matters is Rounders. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> that poker movie. I mean, go watch that one. Yeah, bro. Rounders. That's a good one. Goodwill Hunting, though. I'll, I'd wager that one you're on it too. Right. I'd wager so Goodwill Hunting on it too. I mean, that's that's one of those movies. This is the movie that I, I would say that movie's the reason Ben Affleck got the Batman role. Why? I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It was just because he I was still any, anytime somebody <laughs> says something about Krista, my wife, I'm still like, don't you talk about my wife like that, Chief? Right. <laughs> <laughs> don't you talk about my wife, Chief? How do you like them apples? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't yeah. matter. I mean, you can say that forever. I mean, yeah. Uh, like Jane's on the Bob Strike Back. I mean, this is the second Kevin Smith reference, I think. Yeah. Well, I think be. there's a trend here. I think you might idol the man, and I that's good. Maybe. He's a great. He's I great. Do. I wear his shoes. Do you, does he have shoes? Uh, the Vans. They're checkered Vans. That's all he wears. Oh uh, yeah. I still always see them. They're making another Jay and Silent Bob, aren't the they? The reboot. The reboot. Yeah. When's that coming out? Soon. Too soon. It's, it's coming out. I love actually, it. the, he, and the the cool thing about that, to not like you know veer too far into the weeds. Um, <laughs> he just like Tusk and Tusk. Uh, I mean, what a weird movie. You right. Know? He 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 he's taking that movie around the country. And yeah. He, and he's gonna show it. Privately, and you can go to a show like there's one in Jacksonville coming up in like a couple couple months. Really, and he, and he do he does a Q and A afterwards. Really, like what a f- like if I if I directed a movie and I had something to say like you know fuck 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 yeah mother motherfuck mother motherfuck mother motherfuck fuck noise noise yeah I'm not saying he has the greatest things to say but if I had something yeah. even good enough to say like that I mean dude he he's doing it he's doing he's doing exactly what you should do like take that movie around the world. Like stand up there with your checkered bands and yeah. do a Q and A after the movie. Yeah. And fuck yes, man. Like that's 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 rock and roll. And ask everybody that you is, see. Yes, that's rock and roll, yeah. bro. Like yeah, do it yourself. Fuck yeah. those like fuck the Harvey Weinstein's like dude, oh, his God. whole 
life was the Weinstein company. Yeah. And they're like, dude, I don't know. I think you should have a rubber poop monster and uh, dogma. <laughs> and he goes, uh, I don't know. Should, I mean, I don't know if we can do that. And he goes, listen. Listen, we're going to do it. Okay, we're going to do it, and we're going to do it right. We're going to do a rubber poop monster, and Jason Lee's going to be the fucking guy with the fedora, and he's going to have a white suit and dogma, and they're going to walk up, and he's going to say, like, hey, man, you ever had a holy bartender? And we're like, what's a holy bartender? The drink, and then he just shoots the bartender, and then a rubber poop monster comes out of the floor. And when Kevin goes, what is that? What does that even mean? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> you know I mean? Like, yeah. what? Man, and I mean, like, and if, if you Google the uh, the, the the there's a <laughs> it's so stupid. I love it. It's so stupid. I like, love it. If you Google the the dogma uh, press release, they uh, Kevin Smith is out front of the release of dogma, asking people if they've ever had their asshole licked by a fat guy in an overcoat. <laughs> We've all had our asshole, <laughs> but he's out front of this movie theater, and he says his name is Brian Johnson. Who was the guy okay. who was uh, lead of singer of ACDC? Yes, yeah. he was. And, but <laughs> yeah. he was the dude from Comic Book Men. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell him, Steve, Dave. He was like like the dude with the beard, the beard guy. Yep. And he said his name was Brian Johnson. And the the reporter, if you just Google Dogma Movie Theater, Brian Johnson, it's Kevin Smith sitting there telling the reporter for that news station in New Jersey. That nobody should ever go see this movie, and like under <laughs> it, it says his name is Brian Johnson, and it says like don't, nobody go to this movie. It's terrible, horrible. <laughs> and it's the dude who mo- made, directed, wrote the whole fucking movie, man. And I love it. It's amazing. I love it's it. Amazing. That's fantastic. It's the most rock and roll thing I've ever heard in my yeah. life, man. Yeah, absolutely. So, what's another album? What do you got? What do you got on your list? Oh, well, the the top five. Yeah. Did you finish your top five? No, no. I'm only on number. I'm on number three now. I'm on four, so I want to hear yours. Oh, you want to hear mine? All right. So I'm gonna go ahead and throw out a little bit of something to pick up the pace on it, as far as tempo wise. When I'm feeling a little bit aggressive, a little bit angry, a little bit angsty, and a little bit Fuck sick yeah. of being on this fucking desert island, and I want to rage with some coconuts, I'm gonna throw on the 1996 powerhouse Metallica Load. Yeah, and that, you know, I, I say that to a lot of people, too, because I, I, have, I have a lot of thrash metal friends. I've got a lot of metal friends, a lot of people that love Metallica. I love Metallica. And, and they always say, well, what's your favorite Metallica album? I'm like, dude, load, 100%. To me, that's one of those albums to me. Like, you ever hear one of those albums that every single song's a single to you? Fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That is that album for me, for Metallica. Every single fucking song but on that album was a that, single. You're saying an album that almost no album was really a single right that's so dope though like, right I mean, you that, that, like that being on your top five is like that's one of those answers that like you should be proud of that right <laughs> and it's funny because i got a lot of memories about this because king nothing has been my favorite song from metallica really? since i was a child dude because that album came out when i was six or seven fuck yeah and i remember my dad had this friend randy watkins and we used to go over to his house <laughs> all the his time last name? oh yeah absolutely What's his social i don't i don't remember he's dead now i could go ask him i can dig him up um but he had this jam room because he was a musician and his right. family was musicians. And so I remember we stole my dad's camcorder, me and his fat asshole son, Travis, stole his fucking dad or my dad's camcorder. And we had two of our other buddies there. Uh, this is in the 90s, like one of those big yeah. ass, like you have to hold it like a rocket Oh, launcher. yeah. They took the VHS yeah, yeah, tapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really huge as fuck. You. Yeah. And the zoom, like the focus took 20 minutes. <laughs> so don't <laughs> fucking move, you know? <laughs> so I remember... 
being in this jam room, we were fucking with all their equipment. We had the smoke machine going. We had the strobe light thing going. And he had a guitar with no strings on it, a bass with no strings on it, and a drum set uh, with, you know, those like, it almost looks like a microphone. It has the cotton balls at the end. It was like a xylophone looking set of sticks. And we were like, all right, dad, come in in five minutes. And then we turned on King Nothing and just blaring it. We were like seven. And we were sitting there playing these fake instruments and recorded ourselves doing it. And I remember that so vividly. Uh, listening to King Nothing and that album really stuck out Do in my you head. You still have this fucking absolutely. Yeah, we we like li- listen. If if you if you're listening to this, I'm getting real close to this mic right now to make sure of it. You gotta make this motherfucker put this goddamn video on the internet right oh, now. Oh, I will as soon as I find <laughs> yes, it. I have yes. a stack of childhood VHS tapes from this camcorder from like 1993 to like 99. Oh, man, that's amazing. Oh, I love it. But just the whole album, like "Ain't My Bitch," Two by Four, the house that Jack built until oh, it sleeps. Dude, so good. Bleeding me, bleeding me. Fucking a. That's that's an eight minute song. That's an eight minute metal song. Mind you, that's not that's not David Gilmore ripping pentatonic minor scales for fucking twenty three minutes. What a great way to say it. Yeah, that, that's that's that. that's an eight minute metal song, right. and that's that's impressive to right. me in and of itself. Sure. I, I made a video in Old Town in Orlando. You used to I don't know if you can still do it. You you go in um, and you have like a music video made. My sister ah. did like a Britney Spears song where she like danced and there's like shit and green screens were like, dude, I did. That's crypt- cool as I, shit. I did Kryptonite by go- like, uh, what was it? Three Doors Down? Three Doors Kryptonite. Down Kryptonite. Dude, I had like, like Backstreet Boy, bland, like, 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 like blonde Dexter hair. Holland, blonde oh, dude, tips. it was so stupid. I looked like <laughs> a fucking idiot, man. Like, I mean, and, and like, I just stood there and like, I, I don't know if you watched wrestling in the 90s. Ap- I, I, yes. I did the Rikishi dance where like yes. I held my hands over my wrist in front of me and I just like walked forward a little bit and then like I did like that little like jig to the right, jig to the left and then just stood there and was like, I don't know what the fuck to do. And I, had I hope to you stand. sat on somebody's face on the turnstile. Dude, I just had to stand there for four minutes and, and I mean, dude, and you have you have something to a song that cool mm-hmm. at that age. That I mean, it's it's, it's almost it's unfair because it's a great song. Oh, trust me, dude. Kryptonite's not bad, but I mean, no, I had my fair share of uh, fuck up lapses in in music history. Right. I was I was big into Fall Out Boy when they came oh, out. No. I probably just lost a whole bunch of credit with everybody. It was like, fuck this guy. We're That's done. What I'm here for this guy sucks ass. <laughs> fuck him. He's a closet idiot. No, so I liked Fall Out Boy when they came out, and. Uh, but I liked Fall Out Boy. Only, only I knew that. <laughs> he had a mullet in the 2000s. Yeah. <laughs> I give that motherfucker some credit. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Mean, he was strong in his musical was, ability and dude. sexuality. That motherfucker didn't give six-tenths of a shit about anybody's opinion. Dude, he was one of the last bands that was on MTV in the mornings. Yeah. I mean, dude, that's a, yeah. that's a whole generation of people that don't exist anymore. Right. Like, now, one thing I will tell you about Fall Out Boy, I don't listen to him much anymore. However, they do have a rendition of Michael Jackson's Beat It that they did amazing. with John Mayer. Really? It's pretty fucking good. John you know, Mayer's in the dead now. He's in the Grateful Dead now. Yeah? <laughs> is he? <laughs> he's literally, legitimately, he's... No, really? This I is real, real God, shit. He's legitimately one of the... No doubt. In the Grateful, Grateful Dead, Dead right still around? Oh, yeah. Is acid around? I figured now they'd be grateful to be alive, like yeah. gratefully they, alive. I'm sure that they all are. I mean, one of them has an ice cream name. If you go to a Baskin-Robbins, order some Jerry Garcia. Or no, Cherry Garcia. Cherry Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, that's a fucking ice cream. I think bro. Jerry's dead, too, isn't oh, he? Oh, he's definitely dead. Yeah, that's real dead. You don't, you don't get an ice cream name after you until you're dead. Right. So, I mean, that's 100%. But, I mean, yeah, dude, Mayor is... 
And I mean, dude, if, if, if a band like that, if you have John Mayer in your band and you have like hardcore fans, yeah, that are all on acid all the time, you got to be kind of good. Yeah. And whatever the fuck you're doing, I mean, you'd be up there like preaching. And I mean, but I mean, if everybody's on acid, you got to be really good at preaching. I, mean, I could be a finger, a finger painist. Is that a, a finger painist? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker is a finger painist. But I better be a good ass finger painist. Right. <laughs> and be proud of it. Hell yeah. Be proud and of it. He's been doing that at least for a year now. And I mean, so I'm That's not cool. I mean, Mayor, his, what was, what was, didn't he have a celebrity wife? I don't know. I don't no, follow I mean, pop culture. I, I think that he was married to somebody really hot for a while. Well, I will say this. John Mayer, he's a fucking really good guitar player. Right. Like, he's... I, I hate to love it. You know what I mean? You can't, though. But I can't help it. Right. It's like, it's like Maynard James Keenan from Tool. Like, I love him, but I fucking hate that I love him so much. Fucking downtown Joey came over here is dropping ashes on his <laughs> chest and shit. Fucking sloppy. <laughs> I love him, dude. But Tool, Tool was so good, man. I mean, Tool. It, it sucks because like anybody I ever talked to about Tool to get completely fucking into the weeds. Yeah. Uh, like they're like, yeah, man. Like I remember getting into him when like like Leonard Skinner. I mean, not Leonard Skinner. Jesus Christ. I mean, uh, Linkin Park came out. Yeah. And uh, what was it? Uh, the Meteora. Meteora. Yeah. Was, was, that was their big album. What was crawling on? That was, I believe, that was Meteora. Right. I'm pretty positive. That are hybrid theories. Yeah, one of the one two. Or the other. And uh, those were two big albums. Yeah. And like, I remember like those those two songs. Like, Tool yeah. had one, and then it was lit. Uh, I don't know. Regardless, when people like even 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 compare the two bands, it's so it's so ridiculous. Honestly, yeah. it's one of those things where like, I mean, when you talk about Kiss, they're like, yeah, do you like the wrestlers thing? It's like that's not the same thing. This is the fucking same. It's not thing. the same thing. No, that, that, the same I mean, thing. you could. I, I could see the resemblance if you were like, "Hey, do you like the wrestler Sting? Have you ever seen The Crow?" Exactly. You, you know what Dude, I mean? I mean exactly. Yeah. How do you feel about Brandon Lee? Right, like, right. I can see that. But, uh, but yeah, man. Uh, Lincoln Park, Chester Bennington. So see, this is the thing. Not my favorite band, but also one of those frontmen that I can appreciate for his right. songwriting ability and his power behind his sure. voice. Absolutely fantastic. I think he's got a he had an incredible amount of talent. Fuck yeah. And he hit the and now an, another little memorable young William story. I remember being like 14 or 15. No, I was like 12 or 13 at the time. And I was over at a friend of mine Michael's house. I was really jealous of this fucking guy cuz he was so rich. He was like one of those lived on one of those golf course houses sure. and shit. And so we were sitting there fucking around doing whatever <laughs> golf we were doing. Houses, yeah. Right. And I remember hearing a tune out of my right ear. I don't know. It could have been my left ear. I just wanted to be extra specific for no fucking reason whatsoever. So I, I hear I hear a noise coming from over my shoulders, and it's uh, the TV's on. MTV's still playing fucking music videos, and it's uh, breaking the habit. That song "Breaking the Habit" from Lincoln. Have you ever seen that video? Sure. The anime type deal. Absolutely. Absolutely fantastic. I was captivated. And then the very next thing, I was all happy. I was in a great mood. And then fucking Yellow Card comes on Ocean Avenue, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go fucking kill myself. I fucking hate this." (laughs) Yeah. That that was like right around the time of the what was it? Uh, um, Good Charlotte got crazy big. Oh, fuck them. (laughs) 
Fuck them if hard. If you got hair gel and can get gauges and your parents don't love you, well, then you could be a band. You're in. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. You're in, dude. Welcome right. to the club of miscreants. Right, right, right. You're here. Man. Talentless miscreants. Dude, that's amazing. Have you met my friend Avril Lavigne? Right. Uh, but <laughs> she, she was so hot. Come on. Yeah, she was hot. I mean. Well, any any punk rock scene girl what's about to me Paramore, is beautiful. Though? Come on. Oh, Haley. Haley Williams. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I hated Orange. Dude, mm-hmm. listen. What happens when you buy a, a box of popsicles? I take out the blue ones. You don't eat the orange ones, though. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> eats the orange ones, and 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 that bitch made me love orange. Yeah, okay? I mean that like Haley Williamson. Yeah. I'm just like I don't know why, but all of a sudden, great voice too, great set of pipes. Dude, she's so great. I mean, when great misery business got big, and of yeah, course, but but the thing was was. You could tell for some weird reason she was realer than like Avril was. I mean, oh yeah, dude. There's that song Ben Gibbard does uh, that uh, cover of Complicated. Yeah, you want to hear a great fucking cover? I mean, yeah. Ben Gibbard from what was it? The uh, uh, great uh, no Death Cab. Yeah, I mean, dude, his cover of that song is amazing, yeah. man. I yeah. mean, you want to you want to slow dance with your chick and make her real happy? And slow dance with her in the kitchen. Put that song on. Yeah, and if you really want to piss her off. Take a shit with the door open to Dragula by Rob Zombie. <laughs> but I, mean, <laughs> you know what I mean, like you can do one or the other, and I guarantee you they're both gonna work. With just a red face, just <laughs> yeah, a red yeah, anger, yeah. fucking trying yeah. real hard exactly, face. Exactly, yeah, exactly. that's fantastic. So what else you got? So my fifth one. Yeah. Um, this, this was albums. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I got a. Oh, I did see. I, I said My Chemical Romance. Yep. Easy. Yeah, easy. And I'm more worried about this. <laughs> Are you really? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. this is going to be a doozy. Dude, I, I don't know. Hey, but whatever blows your skirt up, man, I can dig it. If it gets you Bro. moving and it gets you hopping and it gets you listening to good music, fuck it. What you got? DJ Tiesto's Elements of Life. Wow. It was it was the one of the albums that got me into the genre of music that t- to this day I play. And... Uh, I, I I played I played guitar for years, yep. um, and then I really got into film, mm-hmm. and I, I started doing uh, music videos mm-hmm. as I got into you know um, as I got into film. They all like you know spoiler alert. They're kind of the easiest thing to do is, <laughs> is yeah like screamo band music videos. You want to know what or you do? anything from Pearl Jam? Have some dude yeah have some dudes <laughs> stand up against a corner or like on a wall yeah. with their like one leg out and just like sitting there like looking super sad for yeah. no reason. There you yeah. go. You like make, Liam Gallagher from yeah, Oasis. Exactly. And then, and, then, and then just change your fucking camera shots and band yeah. in a music video. Put or it plain white tees. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, and 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 but. When I heard Tiesto, that's what got me into turntabling. And, like, this mm-hmm. is before, you know, Skrillex and yeah. before Dead Mouse. Um, Dead Mouse 5? Yeah. That's what I called him, too. <laughs> it's so crazy to say. That's exactly what I called him, too. I, did, I was like, I thought we were supposed to read this. Like, like, are we not fucking calling you a pussy on Xbox Live right yeah. now? Like, what are you, like, what are you I thought that's how you read that shit. I was like, I've been fucking this up this whole yeah. time. Like, I saw like, them. I remember when I first saw them on the internet, I was like, Dead Mouse 5. Right. My buddy's dead mouse, you fucking idiot. I'm like, like, no, it's not. It's dead mouth five, right, you right, fucking right, idiot. Right, right, right. Like, how'd you fuck up two words in that? Yeah. Like, There's only one word. Stop yeah. talking to me right, right now. Right. Like, well, yeah, fuck your mother. And I'm going to teabag you after Modern Warfare right. 2 on, what was it? At the airport? Right. Yeah. Oh, the airport was so amazing. But I mean, yeah. regardless, that's the, the Elements of Life album is not great. 
It really isn't great. Well, obviously it is to you. To me, yeah. And that's me. all that matters. And, 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 and he, I went and saw him at the UCF Sundome. Um, okay. Um, I, I, and to me, to this day, I mean, I still mix and, and play mm-hmm. records with, with, with vinyl records. And, mm-hmm. and, and Absolutely. That's uh, the only way to do it, to, man. You have to. And, and, yeah. and it's, it's, but it's one of those things where, like, when people – because I have, I, I have, like, two, two turntables on uh-huh. each side, on my left and my right, my mixer in the middle, and then I have a, um, two of the CDJs, which are, like, the, the little wheels that are plastic. They're little, you build them with a Lego. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, but, but you have to use your computer. You have to use your – when I started and when that Elements of Life album came out, right. you used to have to beat match with your ear. Right. You used to have to be able to like listen to one side, and you mute it on your left, and listen to it on your right, and be right. playing it on your left, and mm-hmm. everybody could hear your left side. Your right side was muted, and you had to match shit up with your ear. Right. Nowadays, you don't have to do that. And for years and years and years, man, I did it anyways. Yeah. I still did it the hard way, kind of. Right. And, uh, the nostalgic way. Sure. And, right. it, and, and there were lots of people that... You know, they, they, they respected that. Right. If you were doing that. Yeah, and, and there's a following behind sure. that. Same and, there's the same thing in every community, right. you know. And at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you don't have to do that anymore. You shouldn't be doing it anymore. But yeah. if you're doing it the hard way, mm-hmm. you you're just wasting time. Right. That you could be using to stack beats. Have you ever heard um I mean dude, there's so many bands that do like the loops. They just play guitar and they just they'll loop one thing. Oh, um, absolutely! A loop pedal is standard on any guitarist pedal board, right? Especially if you're a solo artist, right? Right. So why would you be spending half, over half the time you're up there, mixing records, making loops, right? If you could just stop it, sync the two sides, right, to make them the speeds meet, synonymous, and then spend that extra time, actually trying to make the people in the room. Get into it and feel it. Absolutely. Right. Engage. Because, Engagement. I mean, if you're a musician, right. in my opinion, if you're a musician and you're right. not trying to read the room. Right. You're not a live musician. Well, you're, you're an entertainer. You're to, supposed to be. That's your job. Exactly. That's what you're there to do. Absolutely. You're there to take your brain, put it into your hands, and portray it to other people in the best fashion possible. To, to make the snake eat the tail. To that's right. all around the kiss thing when I started this conversation. Yeah. Okay. They were such a great live act. Oh, yeah. Arguably one of the best. One of the best. Yeah. And that's why I went from making music videos mm-hmm. for like screamo bands. Yeah, yeah. Which, I, I mean, I, had, I had, didn't miss a Warped Tour for 10 years. Right. And, but all of a sudden now I mix what you'd call tech music, I guess. I, don't, I mean, now maybe. I'm not huge into that community, so I don't know the technical terms right. behind and, that. And most, I call it EDM, electronical music. I mean, okay. that's what I call it. And yeah. But it's it's the, one of the only things nowadays that, like in my opinion, you you, you have to read the room, and if you're not reading Agreed. the room, and you're you're doing something wrong, and yeah. me me syncing two sides of four channels, right. of four different songs, yeah, is I I could spend extra time yeah. trying to sync it up all by ear, mm-hmm. like I used to do, mm-hmm. or I can use that extra time by trying to read the room and make my song selection on the go, right, quicker. Faster yeah. and it was hey man like there's three people in the back right corner and there's yeah. only twelve people in a room. I'm playing for those three people that aren't moving at all. That's right. If, if you're a stand-up comedian, how hard is it to 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 have a stand-up set with ten thousand people in, a, in an arena? Right. And say get her done. You know yeah. I mean? Like they're all like, yeah. 
like, you know, and now here's or, your sign. Or how hard is it to do stand up comedy in a room with eight people? Right. It's terrifying. Because they're engaged. Fuck yes. You know, with those 10,000 people, 2,000 of them are fucking around with their phones. The other 2,500 are fucking around talking they to their spouse. Selfies. They They just want to yeah. be like, hey, man, look where I was. I'm going to tag myself on Facebook. And like, right, right, so, right. And, and, and to me, it's also why like, I don't, I don't get I, – I do more weddings now than I used to. Like, I used right. to do a lot more clubs. Now I do a well, lot more intimate. weddings. Because I'd rather yeah. have some woman come up to me and be like, hey, man – I, I want 19 of these 20 songs to be country music. Yeah. I hate country music. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just me personally. I appreciate where it came from, and there's one, Chris Stapleton. He is a great country musician. And, and, and to me, when you say country music, yeah. is Johnny Cash country? There we go. Yeah. He's great. I yeah. love everything that motherfucker ever did. But, I mean, some people, you know, it's, it's weird when you put labels on things. Well, that's uh, – we go into that with the show a lot, too, myself and the audio slave. Uh, everything started as the same thing in music before – everything new. What a great started as that's new a great wave. point. Everything it all started, started as out new as wave. Music. Yeah, it started right. off as music, and it started off as new wave right. before they cl- they came up with some clever monetized – you know, catchphrase to label something, and then it becomes something an object, something of objectivity, something something that's there to crucify, criticize, and oogle at. A different tab on iTunes. Correct, and that's and that's what you were saying, and what I was saying about um, oh, you know, I I feel so bad for liking the X and X band or mm-hmm. X and X artist. Sure. Fuck that. Doesn't Dude, matter. you like what you like. Good music is you know good what music. I mean? Good music is good music, unless it's Taylor Swift, and it sucks balls <laughs> in hell. Uh, you know. And Tool fucking beat out that bitch. Good. <laughs> this, good. This last week, man. Good, good. Even though even though we talked about, we did an album review on the new uh, Fear Inoculum record, and uh, really? wasn't impressed, wasn't impressed with it by any stretch of the imagination. I found it to be, uh, if any of you guys didn't hear the album review, I found it to be very lazy. I feel like uh, they were playing on their name. It's the same instrumentals I've been hearing for 25 years, 20 years at least. Uh, it's just, it's a lazy album. You know what I mean? There's no vocal breakdowns. Cause, and, you know, and, and I hate sounding like a, like a pissed off fan, you know, saying, oh, well, not every album needs a vocal breakdown. But see, it's like what Maynard did with Tool is the same thing you did as a kid when you fucked up and brought home all A's. Fuck That's that. the standard now. That's the bar you set, not anybody else. Maynard set the bar. He does vocal breakdowns, Sober, Schism, Lateralis, The Pot, all these songs. This is him, and every record has at least one. At least. This one gave me a lot of buildup and then waiting. left me with blue you were balls. waiting for your one. Left me with blue balls. Right. <laughs> the fucking end, by the end of the album, I was like, what in the fuck happened? I even listened to it like six or seven times in the same day. Just to try to catch something. And I was like, man. However, that leads me to my next point. One of my albums that I would bring to the Desert Island would be Lateralis <laughs> from Tool. Uh, he's Like I said, he's one of those musicians that I love to hate. I've seen Maynard on three separate occasions live. I've seen Tool twice, and I've seen Perfect Circle. Perfect Circle, he was front and center. That was a great show. Not a big Perfect Circle fan, but it was a good show. Love too, uh, they've got two songs that I that I really like, Three Libras and Judith. That's the same two everybody else likes. Great. But um, Tool now. I saw once Tool once in 2009 in Hawaii, in Honolulu, Hawaii. And then I saw them once last year 
at Welcome to Rockville Festival here in Jacksonville, Florida. Both times, I saw Tool, I saw the band, I heard Tool, but no Maynard. He hides the whole show. It's like a gorilla's kind of thing. He hides the whole show. He hides behind the drummer in all black the whole time. Never see him. Wow. And when they stop playing, it's not a, uh, hey, thanks, guys. Thanks for coming out. I understand you've been sweating your fucking ass off and you made me millions and millions of dollars. I'll, I'll like at least. Design his next wine logo. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. I'll at least acknowledge your presence. No. The music stops. The lights drop. They leave. That's it. The end. Wow. And I'm like, man, so they're a great. To me, my assessment of Tool, I love them. And why I would have this album is I love them. Once again, fantastic studio musicians. Little something to not not showman, something but that's part of their facade. And right, sure. you know that's part of their yeah, facade. I mean, what is dude thing. about to get implants in like the like early two thousand? Oh yeah, I mean, it was on, a dude. whole thing. So like, if he's that guy, then let me ask you this: this is this is something I definitely. If you're a lifelong Tool fan, oh absolutely, day one after going this long, yeah, without. Putting their music pissed on. me off. Uh, no, no, mu- you, no library on iTunes. You can't yeah. buy their shit. You can't own it. You can now. Now you on can, Apple of Music course, and because shit, they yeah. came out with their new album, right? right? Right, right. So if they did that, don't you think that when they came out of that, like what that black hole? Yeah. Like, here, here we are. Everybody can buy our library, yeah. and here's a new album. Yeah. Do you think that that had anything to do with your personal, like, evaluation of the new album? Like, like. Like, vis-a-vis, did that make you a little bit more critical on their new album? A little bit, because it was a build-up. Right. You know what I mean? It's like it's without like online. That, but without that, do you think, would you have felt the same way? Uh, no. I well, agree. maybe. Because, maybe. Because this is the thing. Like I said, he set the bar. He did. This is Tool. This he is held Maynard. out like nobody's ever held right. out. Right, and it, and it kind of surprised me because his other he has two other projects. He has Pussifer and he has Perfect Circle. Pussifer is amazing. If any of you guys haven't heard his uh, underrated oh as my a motherfucker, God. great great band. Uh, Perfect Circle. They they dropped a new album fairly recently. I think within the last year, maybe a little bit more. Um, great. Great album. Perfect Circle's not always my cup of tea, but it's a great album. They have their one that I like and everything else. I'm kind of just mad yeah. about. Yeah, and then, and, then, and then this one, Fear Inoculum, came out, and I was like, God damn, man. Like, what happened? It beat Taylor Swift. It's got to be that, great. Well, that and is, in and of itself is my, you know, my happiness factor on that, on that point. Uh, so I would have Tool Lateralis because it's a fucking amazing album when they were making amazing albums, which is rare that they don't, but they did once. Uh, and then my last one is going to be a flip of a coin between three albums, same did, band. Did you say last one, five on your list? Yeah, the last okay. album. Okay. It's going to be it's gonna be one of those situations where I put three albums in front of me, I spin around three times, I take my left hand, and I drop it on the table. Depends on the day. Right. And I'm talking about Alice in Chains, and I'm talking about Dirt, Jar of Flies, or Facelift. Oh, what? Those are great. Great, 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 great albums. And I'm thinking I'm probably going to go with Dirt, because under your head, do you go with dirt? I think I'm gonna go with dirt, That's even good. though facelift facelift has my favorite uh, Alice in Chains song of all time on it, sure. "Bleed the Freak." That's my favorite Alice in Chains song of all time because it not shows who's the best band. You know, right. you're saying those albums. I, yeah. I feel you. Those albums, and and the reason why I like Dirt so much because I'm a weird individual and I get into music theory pretty deeply, 
and in in like foreboding and satire and things in bands. And this album to me was very indicative of a future, very satirical. It was a very uh, look, big look into the future with Lane Staley because, you know, the entire song was about his emotional turmoil. And this is slightly before his break off to Mad Season when he started really bringing out that he was hurting inside. You know, you had songs like uh, Junkhead and, and Hate to Feel. And down in a hole, and sick man. Down in a hole, such on a the song. same album. But what most people hear that album, and they hear those songs, and they're like, "Wow, this is great! You know, this is a really, really good album." And I'm like, "Man, I'm I'm hearing pain, I'm hearing emotional strife, I'm hearing somebody calling out for help via lyrics, is what I'm hearing." A genius. Yeah, if you really pay attention, you can almost hear the motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Calling out for help. Fuck yeah, it's intense. So, um, I think. Uh, I think we're running out of time here. Do you got any other any other albums? Yeah. Now that you just based off of what you just said, okay, yeah, you showed me that new corn uh, album. Oh right? yeah, we just talked about that last and, night. And, and you and you you were talking about that uh, that, that 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 pain, man. The pain, like, like dude, like that that is one of those things that where musicians seem to thrive, man. Like, but when it, it's so, it's so crazy to me, right? And maybe you might disagree. Uh, that, I don't that, disagree. That, like whenever that seeps through a lyric, it's a beautiful you, thing of like, a, a feeling mm-hmm. is much better than thinking a lyric is, is yeah. great. Well, cause it, it, it accentuates morality. Sure. You know what I mean? It accentuates morality. It's like you, you they, they, didn't have, they didn't have an opportunity to put that out. They had to put it out. Right. It's like they had to do that. Yeah. Because if it didn't happen, they probably would have. They would have blown up. Right. Like they, it's like it's like they didn't have the opportunity to Agreed. put it out. They 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 decided, hey, I'm going to put something out, and that had to be there. Yeah. And I mean, that just based on what you said. I mean, the, 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 your last pick, like I said, snake eating the tail, bring it right. all around, it just seems so fitting that you showed me that. That that corn song to where like that the what was it, it was the opening track it was the opening track man. on the new uh, the nothing album like who like whoever's listening man like go listen you want some feeling in a song man yeah like that 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 transcends yeah. a song yeah I mean it's not a song like I'm not gonna be like hey it's man, an experience it's not like man. Jimmy Page it's not like that that is a song that you're just like yo you listen to that and you're it's like it's real that motherfucker it's was relatable feeling something yeah, it's relatable and and there is nothing. Nothing besides music that will transcend mediums like a podcast oh, yeah. or, a, or, or a concert right. to where, hey, yo, I need you to feel what I felt. Right. So I need to bring you to my level. And they can make you feel it. Man. Right. They that's can right. make you feel it. That's right. And that's the keys to a good artist. And that is the beauty Right. Of music and rock and roll. Absolutely. And rock and roll is never dead. Nope. It's just, just sleeping, sleeping, bro. Just sleeping, bro. Yo, thank you for fucking Absolutely, me, man. Brother. Thanks. So thank you. Downtown Joey came. I'm glad he came to the studio. We're going to be back with you next week, obviously, with myself, Mr. Willie Whitebread, and Mark the Audio Slave. Uh, if you guys have any suggestions for the show or anything you'd like to hear about, please email me at williewhitebread69 at gmail.com. Also, every Friday night, we will start live streaming our shows on Facebook, and very shortly, we'll be live streaming to YouTube. Please give us a look up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, 
Same name as the show. Rock isn't dead. It's just sleeping. I love you. Joey loves you. Mark the audio slave who isn't here with us tonight loves you. And we will see you next week.